Okay. Welcome everyone to the Kenton Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee meeting. This is our first meeting of this fiscal year. Happy to be here after a very short summer. <laughs> right? I'm sure we all can agree to that. We've got a pretty uh, hefty agenda today, um, so I think we should just jump right in. Has everyone had a moment to look at the minutes I attached to the email with the agenda? Does everyone get a good feel of that? And do we think we're ready to accept a motion to vote on the minutes from June 12th? Sorry, June 13th. <clears throat> I'm open to accepting a motion to approve the minutes. Is there a motion? I motion. Motion. Anyone want to second that? I second. Motion and second it. All those in favor of approving the minutes from June 13th indicate by saying aye. 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 Anyone opposed? You can totally abstain. No, if, but it wasn't here. So. Right. Well, you, well, we learned in our last oh, two or three meetings ago, we did some research and were, were told by the town, one of the select board members actually confirmed it, that is generally if you're not in attendance, most people will just abstain. Okay. But you do have the option of still voting on it if you read the minutes and have a full understanding of what you've read and understood. So it should, it's optional if you weren't here in June, you can still, based on the fact that you have them, I vote yes, or you can abstain. It's up to you. Aye. So you're going to do aye. I read them, yeah. All right, cool. Awesome. So I think we've got that. Amy, you got all that covered? Yeah. Okay, great. I am going to shift agenda item two because that requires Julie, um, the committee admin updates. Um, so I'll put that agenda item towards the bottom, right? Maybe right before the Kent Cultural Council grant. I'm hoping Angela will join us. She's one of the other new members. Uh, she has some grant writing experience. So I'm hoping she'll be here in time for that discussion topic. All right, so I'm gonna go right into clerk and social media assistance. That's agenda item three. So for those of you who are new, um, Julie and I have been managing our Facebook page probably for, let's see, the first year was myself and Emily who was the vice chair at the time. And then when she left, Julie took her role. So for the last year, almost two years, um, we've been, the two of us have just been managing the Facebook page, updating as necessary, um, creating events, posts that align with our calendar, our cultural calendar our diversity calendar, and so we're looking for some help there. Um, and so oftentimes what will happen when I need help or Julie needs help is we'll throw it out in the meeting, give people some time to think about it if they want to come forward, and then if no one comes forward, then I will harass you. <laughs> so I'm just giving you the heads up. Um, I may send a text, I may call you, I may say, hey, let's go for coffee. It's all a setup. <laughs> so just be aware um, <laughs> because we need the help. And sometimes I think people feel a little reluctant to volunteer in the meetings. I am I say this to you. Um, and uh, I just want to give you all an opportunity to think about it. But, you know, in fairness to Amy, uh, uh, Cheryl was doing it with Amy last year. Cheryl stepped down in April of this year. Um, and Amy's been holding down the fort um, by herself. And it's just not fair. We need someone to sort of step up and help out. And what happens with that co uh, responsibility as a clerk is it allows Amy and the other person to alternate um, taking minutes um, and is another responsibility that the clerk has is whenever there's a need to issue a committee anti-hate statement when we created that statement last year we all voted to allow the chair vice chair and the clerk to get together in a case of an emergency edit the anti-hate statement as needed and then submit it 
to the town and through our Facebook or social media sites. So that is another responsibility um, for the co-clerk. Um, a lot of that work's already done, and we've only, thankfully, had to use that maybe twice. Guys, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I think we had to issue an anti-hate statement twice. Um, once for AAPI, once for the African-Americans who were killed in New York. Maybe it was three times, but it might have been three. And then we did something for the Jewish community, too. Yeah. So generally speaking, we'll edit it and just sort of make it apply to the appropriate group, and then we send it off and, and we post it on our social media site. So um, that's kind of what the co-clerk's job would be, and obviously helping out in any other capacity. So think about it, unless someone wants to jump in now and say, hey, I'm so excited, I'd be so willing to help out Amy. Um, but if not, be aware, I will find you. <laughs> That's right. All right. Um, we're going to jump right on to good timing, the Jewish High Holiday event. We're on agenda item number four. Um, so a number of us have been meeting, oh, probably since July, right, Randy? Yeah. I think end of July. Um, a subcommittee was formed. We got together and met a few times between July, August. And have we met this? No, we haven't met in September yet. We've been doing emails. Um, to come up with a plan and a program for high holiday celebration. Um, you all have gotten emails with the flyer. Um, it is this Sunday. Hopefully everyone here can come out and all the members who aren't here. We really need to support this event. Uh, it's the first one we've had in this town, right, Alan? Um, so it's important that we, the committee, all show up, even if it's for a few minutes. It's 2 o'clock uh, to 3.30. Um, it's on our Facebook page. We've uh, shared the calendar, shared the event, sorry, with the school department, the library. Um, I've shared it with CCTV. I've shared it with Jay Turner at the... Um, can't citizen, and I also asked that we take out a small ad in the paper, so he's uh, sending an invoice for that. So it should have been in this Thursday's paper and then the one coming, because I think it's released on Thursday. Um, so we'll have two rounds of that advertisement in the paper. Um, so at this point, we've obviously, the event's happening, we've done all the due diligence with getting all the tasks um, completed, and it'd be nice if Alan and Amy, if you want to chime in and just sort of provide us with any updates or changes or things, you know, are we ready for Sundays, any last minute items we need to take care of? Let's talk through it now. I would say on the Facebook page, you know, when you want to post it to your friends. Share it. Mm -hmm. Share it. It's, it's, not a, it's not a religious service. A lot of people keep thinking it's a service and they're like, how much do I have to pay for the service? And it's, you know, so. It's a celebration. We want yeah. us, it's an educational event. Mm -hmm. Yeah. to show the diversity of the town. Right. So there's no, you don't have to be nervous to come. You're not going to a service. So. Right. And you know what? Now that you've said that, I know um, Julie is going to be reposting it to a Wednesday, just like reminders, and we'll do it again on Friday and again on Sunday. We'll start to include that in the post and just say this is not a religious or a church service. This is really just about celebrating, even though it's in the, you know, um, the area of the, the holiday. Correct. And we have it actually in the bit, uh, the flyer as a celebration. It probably wouldn't hurt to just reiterate that it's yeah. not a religious service, that you can come and just celebrate. And that's it. Yeah. That's a great point. Mm -hmm. So um, let's see. Does, does everybody know about this sheet? Yeah. Well, only the people in the subcommittee do. Oh, okay. I don't know if I shared it with everyone. Does, do you guys remember the event timeline? Did everybody get it? I can forward it if nobody, if everybody didn't get it. This is really more so for you as the MC 
and the subcommittee members that are planning. Okay. Um, just so you can keep track of what you'd like to say and what needs to happen throughout the event. But we can share it with the group. But sure. Why don't you just jump in and tell us what's going on? Okay, so it's uh, 2 to 3.30 at the high school cafeteria. And it's basically, it's going to be a fun time. So we've invited the three rabbis from the town, which is always an accomplishment to get them together. And I also, I reached out to uh, Father Rafferty at um, Oscar Romero, and he's going to attend too. Oh, okay. As, you know, just as a... No, no just, <laughs> Which is funny because yesterday yeah, we were at the 9-11 and Father Rafferty, he did, you know, a prayer and then mm -hmm. Chief Rafferty and then they're like, oh, and they're not related. They're not related. Okay. Good to know. So yeah. basically, um, we're going to start off um, for five minutes. I'm going to be doing an introduction and basically I'm going to be talking um, quickly about um, when Jews came to America and when Jews came to Canton and you know how the population grew and how the population has stayed basically the same so a quick five minute overview on um, on the history of Jews in Massachusetts and America then uh, Rabbi Gordon is from B'nai Tikva he is going to be talking about the uh, Rosh Hashanah which is the first Jewish holiday and he has a time frame of eight to ten minutes the most and then next we have Rabbi Horowitz, he's from the High Center in the center of town, and he's going to talk about the second holiday that are basically like eight days apart called Yom Kippur. And then we're having uh, entertainment by Abigail Reisman, I'll let Amy talk about that. What is she going to be doing? Um, she plays the violin, and she's going to do, like, you know, um, some sing-alongs and um, I think maybe some dancing. Um, so um, she's very accomplished, um, and uh, she's actually part of a band, but, um, you know, it's just going to be her. So she'll, she'll do that for about 20 to 25 minutes. And then... Um, then we have the third rabbi, Rabbi Winship from Temple Beth David, and we were going to have him do um, perform a few little blessings over like the uh, Jewish New Year. Um, we're going to have apples and honey, and five minutes for him. Then we have our newest member, Joan Schottenfeld, is going to be doing her 45-minute presentation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't give her a heart <laughs> <laughs> So, Joan has a very interesting story that she's going to tell the audience, and I think it will be quite moving. That's and, and so that is approximately, we, we have down eight to ten minutes. Oh, yeah. That's it. I'm not doing it. Probably tip. leaning on the five to eight side, but, you know. Well, we'll see. I've done a rough draft, questions. and I have to get it. Yeah. It's just so much, so I'm yeah. doing it. Trying to condense it, and yeah. then obviously leaving room for audience questions yeah, yeah. or thoughts, right? So that's why we have it down okay. like about ten minutes or so. And then um, we bring back the entertainment, Abigail Reisman, for another twenty to yep. thirty-five minutes, mm -hmm. and then um, we have closing remarks. Mm -hmm. Oh, so 
the introduction, let me go back to number one. The introduction is both Cynthia, myself, and probably, probably Julie, Julie. Yeah, welcoming everybody, exactly. explaining what we are as an organization. Right. Just giving a little, just a quick little tip of what we do for any event that we do, explaining CDEI, and then Alan will take it away. Right. And MC the remainder of the program. So have we ordered the mini shofas? We have. It'll be here tomorrow. Yep. Excellent. Mm -hmm. I have the honey sticks. Yep. Um, I need to get um, the apples. I was waiting because it's a. <laughs> it's, well, I want them to be fresh. You want to be fresh? Yeah. Um, Absolutely. There's going to be a lot of them. So if anyone has any extra refrigerator space. <laughs> I do. Okay. I have a second refrigerator. Because I was going to get, like, you know, they have those packs of. Um, pre slice. Pre slice, and there's like six in a pack. So it's going to get like 15 of them. Mm -hmm. So I think it comes out to about 90. Um, yeah. Just because. Um, I, you know, we want to make sure we have enough. It's hard to know how many people are going to be there. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then if anybody has like a large cooler to store them in, like for you know I when we Helena, get there. I think you have a cooler, right? We, we I, borrowed I, it from I the water. Borrowed it from the fire department. But, but oh, okay. did you reach out to the school superintendent? Like maybe we could just put the apples. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we're in the cafeteria. Uh, yeah. Like Absolutely. I We're inside the cafeteria. We should have access to the kitchen. Oh, yeah. are, you but I mean, are you working with um, Steve to get the space? Like, how is that? I work through the school dude and the, the administrator, that, you know, the link where you go and register for um, a facility space. No, and so that's how I got it. So I don't know. It's been around since CFED. So it's like you go to a link, you put in the organization that needs it, tell them where you want to, you know, rent the space, and it's off and running. So what I will do is, um, because I've been dealing with the woman at the school superintendent's office, I'll reach back out to her and ask her who I should speak to to get access to the fridge. Because okay. we're going to be in the CAF, the building yeah. will be open. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 Is that Colleen? It wasn't. It was someone else. It was someone else. Can you make a note in the minutes for that yeah. too, Amy? So I don't forget. So we're going to have some plates and some napkins. Yeah, I'll pick those up too. Um, I was, I don't know, if maybe, I was thinking maybe bowls because like the honey, yeah, little ones. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone has an opinion. Yeah. Like um, the little styrofoam paper bowls? Yeah. For people that just have their apples into the, the honey. Yeah, yeah, so they can just put them all in there. And uh, of course napkins, yeah, because mm -hmm. they get messy. So I'll, I'll go to BJ's and pick that stuff up. Although BJ's always gives you large amounts, it may make sense to do a Walmart or Target run. Yeah. Because I don't true. think, I mean, you could get like 300 bowls in a yeah, BJ's order. So yeah. Maybe maybe doing like Target or Walmart for that. Yeah. Are we having any beverages whatsoever? Honey. We're drinking honey. <laughs> <laughs> no. So we didn't we didn't think of beverages because we were doing the apples and honey. We okay. could certainly have yeah, we can some have, water should we available. Have, yeah, maybe we should get some like some mini yeah. you know, water. Yeah. Yeah. I can, do that. Mm -hmm. I can pick those up too. But and just keep all the receipts, Amy. Yeah. But I think the key is to emphasize, you know, it's primarily it's for the community. It's you know, we want people to come to learn about why Jews get together for the holidays, and you know, it's an educational thing. So, yeah, it's, that's my whole thing. Yeah, it's an educational and a celebration. I mean, right. it's a the time of year for us that we you know celebrate. So, yeah, it's gonna be great. It's so. Lisa O'Leary. That's who I need to speak to. Andrea Capone gave me Sammy's first 
the spider's first Rosh Hashanah. You wanted that storybook. Oh, yeah, the, the, the story walk. Okay. Yes. It's sitting in my garage, and I the only place to put it, because it needs to be in grass or dirt. Have any of you seen the story walks before? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. have seen them at the Juneteenth I mean, events. Yeah, they right. yeah. line up across the grass area. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah, yeah, that's normally where we put them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only place for it to go is as you're entering the, the uh, high school. The main building? Yeah, mm-hmm. so I could divide it up like eight and eight through sixteen. Of them. Yeah, did you actually go over there and do like a quick site visit to sort yeah, of measure I, I, the I, distance? I didn't measure. I mean, it's going to okay. have to be. It's not going to be like usually the spaced out. Yeah, it, it's they're they're kind of big. Yeah, yeah, they're like they probably fourteen inches yeah. wide. Maybe. And you want them outside, or would you like them inside? They're made for outside. They're made for outside. Uh, I, we could go to Michael's and see if they would donate little on hay bales. We could put them inside and put the stakes into the hay bales if you wanted them more inside. We could place them so that's that, a, that is an option. I like that around yeah. the room. I'm just trying to figure out where they. We somebody would have to go look in the cafeteria to figure out what made the most sense and where to place them because we're going to need to consider that there are people walking in. There's a podium right. at the front, so it might get a little bit busy inside. Yeah. Um, it probably makes more sense to keep it outside. There's okay. a space for people to come in from the cafeteria. That's where, what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the, the can, hallway uh-huh. into the cafeteria. Uh, that's an option right. too. So I was thinking yep. outside, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was I was thinking outside because the cafeteria is all enclosed in glass, so yeah. you can actually see you could see the story walk from the inside. You know, not in detail. You'd still have to go outside and examine each um, each right. Board, you wouldn't right? be able to see the complete It's look. essentially right. the side of the Rodman building. Essentially. parallel to mm-hmm. that. But the grass long right side there, of yeah. that, yeah. Um, are people going to be going directly into the cafeteria or through the o- overall high school? Probably you know, directly into... I assume they're going to cafeteria. Yeah, I think right? directly Because there's two doors. There's two doors. Yeah. And that's a great point. We need to figure out those logistics, like, soon. Well, when because I come I to events, because um, there's, like, usually a Hanukkah event mm-hmm. in the cafeteria, and they have the, that door that goes it's right open. into the cafeteria. It's open? Yeah. 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 So we can do that, right, because we'll be in there early enough to open the door and have people come in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, are you proposing we could then leverage that area right before that door? Well, that's kind of what I was thinking, is that, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if this is the cafeteria here, and you're coming in through the side door. If you put it on the grass, it's immediately opposite. People yeah. are going to walk by it anyway. Yeah. Right. You know, so it, right. there's synchronicity. There. That's a great point. And that's where they come and go. Exactly. The bomb is mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Flow. Make sure yeah. you put up some signs about what's happening right. at two. So yeah. People at the farmers market are. Right. We want to be really strategic about it. Right. We want yeah. the um, the educational part, especially for people who you know coming to learn about it, right. like me. So for. Um, the other subcommittee members, I know you're on Helena, and I think Julie has joined us, and you, Christine. If somebody wants to take that on as a task to market it through the farmer's market, I know we talked about it, but yeah. I don't believe we ever actually reached out to the farmer's market to see if we could leave signs or to have somebody physically walk through the farmer's market what and hand it? out little yeah. inserts. I thought, I thought yeah. Julie had talked with someone she did but that was only about if we could actually have our event there and then we were told no that wouldn't work (laughs) and so we never actually worked out the details for marketing through the farmers market it's not a big deal I have Mari and Amanda's contact Um, I could send that along 
then you could reach out to them and just copy me and uh, Julie on it, just yeah. so they know. Um, so we'll do that. I'll, I'll take care of that right after this. What time does the farmers market end? They close at 2. two. two. So that was initially when we thought about doing it at 12, we thought it would be a great way to grab some of the traffic right. in the middle of Kenton's Farmers Market. But now that we're doing it at 2, yeah. we're looking to grab whatever traffic's there, wrapping up at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And certainly even earlier in that day, we could tell people if you're still here yes. or you want to come back, right you know, the likelihood of people coming back could be slim. So we want to leverage whatever foot traffic is there that last hour. Um, and then obviously leave some of those available at the front area. When, you know, the farmer's market usually sets up right at the front yeah. for inf like information desk or whatever. Mm -hmm. We could leave some there. We could pass them out to people who are walking around. Yeah. So someone would need to get there right around one-ish to hand those out so that people knew what was happening at two. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for helping out with that, Christine. Anything else you want to add, Alan or Amy? No. I think we've got food, all set, to, uh, napkins, paper products, the um, toy sh sheriffs, am I saying Shofars. Right? Yeah, so the, we're, just so everyone knows, we're getting um, little shofars, like, they're just kind of like plastic, they're for kids, but mm -hmm. it's, I don't know, something. They just, make noise. Yeah, they make noise, so <laughs> as they leave, <laughs> give them, we'll hand them Thank out. Thank us later. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So they can play them at home. Yeah, it's a nice little, you know, parting gift. For and them. they say Happy New Year on one side and then Happy New Year in Hebrew on the other side. So nice. They're oh, cute. My kids have gotten them. It's pretty you know. Either the parents are going to like this. Yeah, they're going to love us. They're going to love us. Yeah. It's but it's, it's, it's on a ram's horn. What we do is oh, wow. they blow something called the shofar, yeah. which is actually a, a horn. A horn, yeah. And so it's, it's always a big deal when somebody at the temple really can belt out a... Yeah, because yeah. it's not could, easy to do. Yeah. It's, it's not easy. And which one of our rabbis is doing that again at um, Sunday ceremony? Gordon, um, I think Gordon, right? Gordon? Rabbi Gordon, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he'll have one. So there. he may say to the audience, everybody blow your show. <laughs> oh, that's true. Because I assume we're going to hand them out when the kids are walk, people walking in. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. That's a good point. Then yeah. we can get some audience participation yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah we, can, we can do that. Yeah. Um, and I have a couple... I'll print them out for you, just like there's a little intro for Abigail that... Um, a bio. A yep. bio. Perfect. And yep. then a Rabbi Winship, I asked him if he wanted something, and he just, you know, wants basically his name and the rabbi of Temple Beth David. Right. Mm -hmm. So, Did you um, want to include the number of uh, congregation members or anything mm -hmm. other than that? Just his name and, and where yeah. he leads? Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I just to say, I'm, you know, I've been doing my history mm -hmm. on um, Canton and it really is shocking that, you know, there were 40 Jewish families and there was 50 Jewish families. So it's really, you know, it's grown you know, tremendously, but it, it is surprising how small the population was mm -hmm. you know, at 60, the beginning, 60 yeah. years ago, mm -hmm. 70 mm -hmm. years ago. I imagine that was probably true for the neighboring towns, too, like the Stotons and the Sharons, right. I imagine. Do you know what it is now? Yeah. Sharon always um, yeah. Did they? Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah it's I don't, I don't okay. know offhand. I'm going to say if I was estimated for B'nai Tikva, I would mm -hmm. say 200 families. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. think so. And I would say for Beth David. I think about 130. I was just at that cookout. Okay. So. Uh, and the high center, and this, I think. 
It's hard. It's hard, it's hard to because they like, don't have membership, so it's hard to really. But but also some people come from Randolph. Right. To, so oh neighbor, yeah, all in town. Right. You yeah, can, you don't have the, to live in all the temples. Camp. Yeah, they you can seem join to be, any temple you want. They, they seem to be a lot of um, other towns. Yeah, included. Mm -hmm. So maybe maybe other towns will come on Sunday too. Yeah. So another thing um, we'll need to do is there's been some turnover at with the Stoughton CDEI and they've broken off into a couple different branches. I used to have a contact there. Mm -hmm. um, so I can reach out and share the flyer with that contact. Yeah. Because um, a few times they've posted our stuff, I've posted their stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but I know there's been some turnover with that committee and that, that sort of dynamic, so I'm not quite sure if I have the right contact anymore. Um, and then at one point I did have a contact for the Sharon CDEI. I actually met with and talked to the vice chair so I can forward it along to her. But again, if they're a town committee like we are, people have terms, so I don't know if she's still the right contact, but I can forward it anyways just to say yeah. share it with your local social networks and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Have you guys been sharing it with your friends and on your Facebook pages? That helps too. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you're sharing it, hopefully, you know, we've, like I said, we don't really know what the number is going to be, but if it's basing it on events that we've done in the past, hopefully it's somewhere around 75 people or more. And then I'm obviously hoping that the rabbis are sharing with their congregations. Um, so that hopefully will bring some traffic as well for those members who want to come and see and take in the festivities. Yeah. That's my hope. Yeah. Definitely. Do you know if they've been talking to their congregants about it? I've asked them to. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I know you've asked. You asked uh, yeah, Rabbi Gordon too, right? I said, yeah, I sent him the um, Rabbi Winship. I sent him the um, flyer and mm -hmm. the timeline, and because he had asked right away for something to share, so right. So hopefully, I'm, I'm hopefing hopefully yes. that. Yeah, maybe Father Rafferty also. Yeah. Um, I spoke with him yesterday and he said it was a little bit too late uh, right. to get into the fly uh, mm -hmm. okay so okay maybe they can put it on the website i can ask they have like a weekly newsletter or something right okay or it could be as simple as just um printing it and posting it somewhere in the church do they have right. like a board in the church I'm not sure mentioning it during sunday service which will be just before the event. Yep. We could ask them yep. to specifically do that. And, you know, folks who maybe are going to the farmer's market will mm -hmm. wander on over after. Yeah. We could definitely do that. Yeah. Now, have you been reaching out to him by way of email, or how have you been reaching out um, to him? I actually saw him yesterday at the 9-11 event. Oh, so you just verbally? So, so I went up invited. to him, okay. and I invited him, and he gave me his card, and we talked today okay. about he confirmed, mm -hmm. and... It's nice. Yeah. No, I agree. Okay. Alrighty. Anything else we want to add before we move on to agenda item five? I don't think okay. So. Looking forward to Sunday. All right. We're jumping into the October Global Diversity event. Um, Julie asked asked me to add this because I know last year we did our first ever Global Diversity event. It was really nice with Nicola and Sasha. Um, co-led that event um, and, and with, I guess the thought was are we doing it again this year and if so 
what does that look like, you know, and what work is required since this is mid-September. And I think the Global Diversity is celebrated all of October, is it not? It is. Yeah, okay. So then we could do something so like we did last year or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like later part of October to give us more time to plan. So just um, throwing it out there. Nicola, do you mind? I know I'm putting it on the spot. Just sharing. Not at all. I've been, yeah. I've been thinking about it a lot. But okay, with good. the um, upcoming Jewish High Holiday event, I didn't want to uh, encroach or steal anyone's thunder or anything. But um, I did talk to Derek about it a little bit. Last year, I had talked to Catherine Eckersley about the following year, what would be this year's global diversity event, and she said that there's a lot of material that they've wanted to cover. Okay. Um, so I mentioned it to Derek again last week, and he said, that's fine. I wanted to wait until our meeting tonight before I reached out to her. Okay. Um, but it sounds like there may be some interest in, from the school district in participating in the event. Okay. Which I think is part of what has anchored events in the past mm -hmm. and helped to draw in people. Absolutely. So I think that would be a big boost if we were able to do something like mm -hmm. that. Looking to sort of co-sponsor or just or just have just them have be some, a part of it. Exactly. Okay. I think some kind of musical performance mm -hmm. would go a long way towards that. Sure, um, sure. But I mean, we can certainly open it up also to see if there's anybody else uh, within the space that would be interested in participating. Absolutely. Can you refresh me what we did last year for this? So last year we did more of a panel. Mm -hmm. So we all sat around and we went through some questions and we talked a little bit about, you know, why we were there and uh, why we joined CDI. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so, it, so it was really a little bit more about us and what it means to us and what the overall global diversity event uh, could be and, and what it means to Canton right. to have founded CDI and be having these conversations in a public place. Um, and we really opened it up to the audience. So we had some people, we had somebody coming from Boston who had yep. read about the event mm -hmm. and was just excited to see that it was here. Um, we had some interesting people. It was a very small crowd. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but it was um, but it, it was really interesting, the people that we got. Uh, I think that they were interested in seeing what else we had to do and what else we bring to Canton. And, and they were very proud to see that this is happening. And you also did like a social experiment. You had some questions that we people did. kind of paired we up. We did, yeah. yeah. So we did it more as like activities within the crowd. Yeah. And it was here, right? It was in the library. It was in the library. Yeah. In the main mm -hmm. room upstairs, that main conference room. There are some things that uh, they have suggested we could do for the following year, although I don't know that we're ready to implement that right away. Uh, we could think about doing something like an around the world global lines or. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there are spaces, you know, especially if we were able to feature, you know, women-owned vineyards. I feel yeah. like that would be a little bit of a heavy lift to mm -hmm. get between now and, like, a month from now. Yeah, that's something you have to start planning in the spring. Right. Yeah. Because you got to line up people's right. schedules. And exactly. And exactly. things of that nature. But I like the idea. Um, and also, it may not be too far-fetched because there are... Um, uh, many people of color, uh, business owners mm -hmm. in the Boston area, Stoughton, Brockton, that we could maybe leverage, not necessarily for wine specifically, but right. other food options. Um, I know that the um, Heritage Group or the Paul Revere Heritage Group at one point when they were doing um, the event in May were looking to leverage food trucks with diverse owners, right? So that's yeah. also something you could think about. Um, to include, if given time, to include in, in October's event. You know, it was interesting. Um, mm -hmm. 
in Mar uh, I think it was in June, I was in Boston and I, I wandered into this little event that was a marketplace for uh, minority-owned businesses. On Washington Street in Dudley Square or Newbury no, Square? No, this okay. was down. It was near. Um, it was near the Omni in the oh. seashore area. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yep. um, I actually have a lot of cards, and it didn't occur to me until just now. But uh, I have a lot of business cards. Yeah, we could probably bring in people. Like, you could definitely leverage them. A lot of those people started in the black market, which is what I was just mentioning down oh, okay. in the Newton Square area in Roxbury. Yep. And I know the individual who runs that organization oh, as okay. well. So you could you could definitely start there. Wouldn't that be interesting? I mean, even if they were to tell us a little bit about themselves and some of what they've done. Right. And obviously they could, you know, depending on what it is, what they have to offer, they could bring items with them. Yep. I think we have to figure out if it's an option to um, allow them to sell items, because lots of times they yes. want to sell their products. Absolutely. And what if that requires licensing or some sort of permit. So those are the things we have to get on really quickly. Absolutely. If I we're looking to leverage that kind of uh, networking. If you're game, I will definitely, I can reach out to the select board and find out what kind of license we would need yeah. in order to do something like that. Even if it's just two or three players, exactly. right? You don't yeah. have to necessarily have, have a full room huge. of people. I think right. if you started there, and even the woman who is usually at the Canton Farmer's Market, I can't think of her name, Naomi, that sells the soaps oh, okay. and the lotions. Um, I know her daughter, Alex. Yes, I, I can't remember her name. Yeah. Um, and she's someone that lives in Canton that's always at the farmer's market that could absolutely be someone we start with okay. um, since she's one of our own. And then, you know, in addition to that, continue with reaching out to those other networks that you have. Because okay. oftentimes, because it's October, people are kind of, business is kind of slowing down a bit until the holidays. Sure. So that might be an opportunity to, to grab people. Okay. Yeah. All right, that sounds good. So we probably should start thinking about dates yeah. if we're looking to do this. I think last year we did it on the 28th, which was like either a Thursday, the last Thursday. And, um, and I'm sure I could find it in my calendar. The last Thursday of that month. Um, which we did, is the 27th this year. It's the 27th, okay. It is not a school committee night, so that's productive. That's great. Um, <laughs> is Does that seem like something we'd want to target? We could definitely put that out as a tentative date, for I, sure. I mean, obviously we need to communicate with the library, so you need to check with them on their availability. Agreed. If that doesn't, what would the backup be? And we'll vote on that, too. Sure. Um, the backup could be, again, it just depends on if there's a theme, we'd be looking at a speaker. I actually am having a meeting with someone Thursday to see if she would be either willing to come to one of our meetings and start that speaker series I was hoping to get yeah. started, yep. or possibly leverage her for this event that because she is the DEI director for Newton Public Schools and she's a friend of mine. Um, I was wondering if that would be something she'd be interested in, so we're gonna meet Thursday to talk through that. And again, we would just sort of create a theme and figure out how to work that out. And that's a possibility um, if we want to have sort of a forum where there's a you know keynote speaker, and then we build around that and offer offer you know the uh, people of color event uh, business owners and things like that. So it just all depends on how far we want to go with this. And keeping in mind if we're going to do an hour event, an hour and a half. So we just have to think about and brainstorm pretty quickly yep. the ideas. Is there, uh, all right, so there are a few different things that we're going to need to come up with pretty quickly, like the theme. 
Um, and, and Sasha's not here. She's running late. She was going to try to get here because I know she was a good resource last year. And I think we. Does anybody want to meet? You know, we can take this offline and kind of dig into some of the options um, a little bit more. But anybody be interested in participating in this? Yeah, Helena's in. Okay. Okay. And um, and if, if if people don't can't make a decision tonight, um, we can certainly send off an email just to see who's interested in the subcommittees. I think for the purposes of just getting something officially on record, we should probably vote on the date okay. and then work backwards from there. And then if people want to jump in and help, um, do some of the footwork, we can sort of work that out through email and then set up a meeting through email. We don't have to make that decision tonight during this meeting. And I know there are a few people who aren't here that may be interested in helping, like the Sasha's yep. and the Julie's. So that way we'll have to give them opportunity to chime in as well. And what is our limit to the number of people who can be on a subcommittee? Is it five? We've been keeping it around five because we don't want it to be where it's a, technically um, the size of a meeting, right? We don't, it can't be a quorum. It can't exactly. be a quorum. So we need to stay under seven technically because yeah. we're a full okay. 13 now. So as long as you can do like six, I would stick, I would stick with six okay. as the max for subcommittee. Otherwise, we'd have to do an official meeting. But you mentioned the food truck mm -hmm. trucks. I think that could be an interesting, you know, come to if it's going to be at the library, come to the library, have your dinner at the say three different food trucks that you have, and then you come and, and enjoy the um, the lectures and the entertainment and the camaraderie getting together. So I think that could be an interesting. Food's always a big draw. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that's. Where, where would the food trucks park? So that's the thing we would have to work out logistics with the library okay. because you know, I don't think we can technically line up food trucks in front of the library because it's a parking area. We did actually. In the okay. library? Uh, when the library had its, uh, I forgot the name of it, it was an open house, uh, uh, the kickoff of the summer reading program. We oh, nice. It was okay. all outdoor. Yeah. Was it right in the front? Yeah. So they didn't pull into the parking lot? No, they were right, right on Washington Street. Right, right on Washington Street. Oh, they were on Washington yeah. Street. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you just blocked off some parking spots yeah. to make sure the trucks. That okay. could work. That okay. could work. That's nice. Do you remember? I assume you required some, a permit of some sort to allow that to happen, yeah. right? So yeah. Chubby Chickpea was here, and uh, mm -hmm. there was another one. Okay. Pizza. Pizza was there. Okay, now the difference is this is in October, so you right. know, it's a little chillier. Right. Uh, but people can certainly grab their items and you know eat them in the car before coming in or outside however but just something to think about mm -hmm. okay right, lots of good ideas so it sounds like we're going to target the 27th um we are dependent on the library actually being available on the 27th and right we don't know yet if the if it is so um we probably should come up with an alternative date yeah. just in case so and could potentially do the 25th which is a tuesday or the 19th, which is a Wednesday. So, how are Tuesdays generally for the town? I know select boards meet, but again, we don't need to, you know. They, they meet earlier now anyway. They meet at, yeah, they meet at 5.30, and I think yeah. we're looking to do something at 7. Exactly. So I think that 25th could work. What does everyone else think for, for an event mm. like this? Does it make sense to try to... Do an alternate date the same week, go a week early. Obviously, a week early means you've got to be in crunch time to get things wrapped up soon, Nicola. Mm -hmm. So maybe we stay with that last week just to I give us more time. Give more time, yeah. So maybe we look at the 25th. That's not a school committee night? That's a Tuesday. The yep. 27th is the Thursday. It's not a school committee night. Okay. But we do have negotiations on the 26th, so. 
-hmm. Conservation Commission also meets that day for whatever that's worth. On the 25th? On the 26th. Yeah, so yeah. the Wednesday is out. So um, trust, library trustees are earlier. Earlier in the day? Right. No, no, we're on a Tuesday, but I think we're on the 17th. Yeah. Okay. okay. So could the 25th be an option? Oh, it is the 25th. We're trying on the 27th, oh, yeah, the 25th is a backup. Okay. I think that's fair. Okay. Does She's anyone else have anything to add? Worst case scenario, can they go to the 19th? If that's, like, if those are really out. My concern is planning. Yeah. No. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, ideal. you have to tell us if that works, because you're going to be doing a lot of the footwork, and that's literally a month and a few a few days from yeah. where we are now, the 12th. So. I think we can make it happen if we have to. Okay. I mean, if the choice is having it on the 19th or not having it. Are you talking the room downstairs? Right. Yeah. Right. So it's just a matter of if it's oh. open. Oh, wait. There's that form online, isn't there? Oh, is it a form where you can check it out? Oh, just, I don't know if anybody's <laughs> up in the office. I know. Can we just go ask right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. see if anybody's in our office. Yeah. We, you know we could do we could because we do have a few more agenda items we could just um take a motion to vote on the primary date that we'd like the okay. 27th mm -hmm. with the alternate date of the 25th or the 19th great and at least that we're all in agreement and it's on the record that's what we want to do and then we can after we leave here see if we can get someone upstairs mm -hmm. to confirm whether it's open or not and then we'll know for sure if those dates will work. Is there something about it being in October or are we just concerned about weather? Would so early November work also? If it's October is Global Diversity Awareness Month. Got right. it. Okay. So we're trying to align with that actual that yep. celebration. Mm -hmm. okay. Yep. Okay. All right. So you're looking for a motion? I'm looking for a motion to approve the meeting, I'm sorry, the uh, Global Diversity event for October 27th with alternate dates. 25th and 19th. Correct. In that order. Yep. I'll second the motion. Did we get a motion? Okay. I'll move. Thank you. Seconded by Alan. All those in favor indicate by saying aye. 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 All opposed? Any abstentions? It's Julie. Okay. Great. It's Julie. <laughs> hey, Julie. It's okay. Just finished up the global diversity event, so you're right on time. We have a date that we've just voted on. Oh, maybe it's going to be on the subcommittee. Awesome. Um, and we haven't settled anything else yet. Okay. Do you want to be on the subcommittee? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll tell you. you think about it. <laughs> yeah, give her the same chance you gave everybody else. Let's think about it. Okay. All right. We are going to move on to agenda item six. I was hoping Jenny would be here for the community quote update. Nicola, I know you were working with her to try to get those things across yeah. the finish line. I just want to say on the record, that is my number one goal this year, is get, to get that quote finished and ready to present. Okay. I know where we are, last time we met or talked about it, she was waiting for the folks who had submitted um, squares to give a quick write-up on oh, what each square was. Okay. And she had sent an email off to um, the folks who had submitted. Uh, I don't know if she got, I know she didn't get one from me yet because I was in the process of writing it and got distracted with other things, but I think she was waiting to have those submitted and completed so that she could have those all ready to go when um, the quote was ready. So I think what we should do for the record, I think the three of us should get together um, quickly, maybe a 30 minute meeting, me, yeah. you and uh, Jenny, and just go over what's left, what we need to do to get it across the finish line. I really want to get it, it's the, probably the longest project we've worked on, and I want to try to get it completed 
even if we don't have all the write-ups, that can be something that comes with phase two. Sure. I think the quilt completion should be happening. You know, hopefully we'll put a deadline on it. We'll get a date just to hold us all accountable um, so that we have something to present because we've been talking about it for a while. Okay. So we'll do that, and off the record, the three of us will meet and just sort of iron out what's left to do. Thank you. Anybody else have any comments about the community quilt? I saw a documentary, like an ad for a documentary. I think it was about a woman called Vera Hall, hmm. um, and she made. And it was about community quilting, which I was it on PBS. My ears up. I don't know. I texted the information to myself. I just wrote Vera Hall, so I have to. I just looked at, at that. Do you want to do that? Text <laughs> I do that information. Text your stuff. Yeah. So then I have to scroll through, but I think it was Vera Hall quilting. And I'll Google that and see what I find and send it out. Um, Specifically, Jenny and Nicola. Sure. And you, Cynthia. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I mean, it was such a great initiative and project. I just, I just want us to get it finished. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Next item we had was the Canton Cultural Council grant. Julie, you asked that we add this to the agenda just to kind of talk about it. I was hoping Angela would be here because I know she's the newly appointed member who's also a grant writer. Um, but if, could you just yeah. sort of share what your thought was behind this? So um, the, it's a it's a great little council. I'm not sure all towns have it, but um, most but, towns do. Yeah, but they you know they have a grant period where you can apply for certain things, and some of them um, supplement the, the schools or the community anyway. And I thought this might be a good opportunity. I mean, they're not specifically huge grants. I'd say between like five hundred and fifteen hundred dollars is is a typical ask. But if we found a speaker or a series or mm-hmm. training for us that um, you know might just supplement our um, our, our programming yep. and our budget and do something a little bit outside of what we normally have planned, um, it, I think that grant period runs until it's on the website. The deadline's oh, October. October. And the only yeah. reason I know is because we. When I was in CFED, we applied for that grant every year. Okay. And there was a deadline like October 3rd yeah. or 4th or something. And it's like not, that. you know, like terribly competitive. So um, we just might have a shot at um, at applying for it. So I, I'll be happy to reach out to, to Angela. Or we could brainstorm about what we would want. I mean, if there's anything outside of... I like the ideas you've presented. Uh, we were just quickly talking about the um, global diversity event and sort of shaping that and possibly having a speaker. Mm-hmm. Or remember the speaker series I talked about as one of our yeah. goals from last year? I want to start that up again. So this might be for something that we can actually really plan for for next year because the deadline is October. I'm assuming they don't decide until November, December. And then you have like, you know, 12 to 18 months to use it. Correct. So this could be a long-term thing where maybe... We think about somebody for next global diversity mm-hmm. or you know um or juneteenth or yeah, any of those anything, events that yeah. could cover it mm-hmm. because the idea is you just have to have the event has to be public to all camp community mm-hmm. members right that's yep. the stipulation so yeah but i like that idea yeah. i mean we definitely have a budget and I, and just for those of you who are new last year we um last fiscal year we went with a thirty five hundred dollar budget and then we asked for this fiscal year 2023 to increase that by a thousand so we have 4500 now for this year and the thought behind that was we get the extra money for the high holiday event that we knew we were planning so um and so far you know we're going to spend money for our our performer for the high holiday celebration but you know and then there's obviously money for next year's events that we do so this is great because you could supplement some of that budget, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'd love to think about for next year. I think it's a little late for this year. Um, Hispanic Heritage Month. Event. Absolutely. Um, Hispanic Heritage Month begins September fifteenth, so it's right around the corner. And it runs through October fifteenth. Yeah, fifteenth. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, so maybe uh, just something to put on our radars for for next year. There's a large uh, or growing Hispanic mm -hmm. presence. Mm -hmm. uh, including myself, my family. Absolutely. And Canton and that we may be able to still do may not be something large we could totally do something even with our October 12th meeting if it just meant bringing in an author or bringing in someone who has DEI experience that just happens to be a Latina heritage Latino heritage that could um, work as well so yeah if you have something in mind and it, it's something that you think is feasible that we could get on the books it's literally if the person requires a fee it's literally an invoice I send it to our account accountant department, and there's a check cut as long as it falls under those guidelines. So it's not impossible to do something this year. It's just a matter of if you can plan and get those those things aligned. Just something okay. to think about. We've also talked about um, for the Native Americans to we do have. something, which we, you know, I like to see us try mm -hmm. to put that together. Absolutely. So I had an email out with an individual who. Um, I have to look at my phone. Uh, she's a PR person for one of the tribes uh, south of Mass uh, South Mass Massachusetts. I can't think of her name right now. Tanya, that's her name. Um, and I'm waiting to hear back because uh, she came by way of Cheryl, um, our former CDI member. We had been talking about this for a while. As you guys remember, one of our goals was to try to do more with the indigenous community and, and do something, you know, to uh, show the support there, and Cheryl did reach out to me with a contact. I just haven't heard back. So, yeah. um, again, always looking for ideas, resources, connections. That would also be a nice one for October twelfth. Mm -hmm. It's proximity to or even November, Day, right? Because yeah. of the whole Thanksgiving piece right, of it too. Right. So we have that. We can leverage the November month too. Um, again, these are all great ideas, but just you know, keeping in mind if we're looking to do something. Um, official, we should be voting on it in a meeting, and so our meetings are usually the second Monday. So, you know, if we can get things lined up before the next time we meet, then we could vote on it quickly. Um, during that October, I believe we're meeting on the 17th in this room next month because the week before is the Indigenous Peoples Holiday, so that is uh, we had to push our meeting out a week. So the October 17th is the next time we meet, and we meet in this room. And the remainder of our meetings will be over in the town hall building. Um, so something to think about if you really want to try to get something going. Um, we do have some time. It's just a matter of lining things up. So can I suggest for that meeting if we would do a land acknowledgement? At least if the group would not mind, I can do the research for that. Sure. It really is. The, we've started doing that at all of our meetings, um, especially mm -hmm. with the teachers' union, just acknowledging the land that we are standing on, um, and we know that we're surrounded by it. We the um, what's the lake that's close? Uh, the Punka Pond Lake. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the pond. Yeah. Exactly. The pond. I mean, and mm -hmm. um, just to acknowledge where we are and sure. the, the tribes who came before us, and as a community which we stand for, and you know, we can actually think of something that. that. That's a great idea. Motion. Mm -hmm. Did it last year, right? Um, we didn't actually. Not for, not for not CDEI. Not for CDEI. Oh no, no, no but it, it was done in town. Yes, yes. Yeah. A lot of uh, the communities are bumping yeah. behind that. So mm -hmm. Just really acknowledging the land and uh, the, those who came before us. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. So you are you thinking you want to you want to take the lead on that? And I, do can the I can definitely. I can definitely do that. Um, 
since we're teaching our kids that, you know, I Absolutely. think that as a community we could start as well. Absolutely. I love that idea because that's not something that requires us to do a lot of work. It really is just acknowledging, doing the research, obviously, Correct. acknowledging and then stating it before Correct. our meeting. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. I love that idea. Great discussions. <laughs> um, anything else you want to add, Julie, with regards to the, the grant, the Canton Cultural Council? I think we covered. No, I mean, I can, I, I can work with somebody to do it. Uh, I was on the receiving end of grants before, mm -hmm. um, so I've read a lot of grants. I haven't particularly written a lot of them, um, but I'd be happy to, um, to work with anyone who has any ideas. We just have to kind of hustle with it if we do want. Um, yeah, and you can certainly pull me in because I've done it before. You can pull me in. I have all the old forms I did for C CFED. Okay. It's not a, a long application. Yeah. I think it's like a page and a half. Mm -hmm. And you literally just need to write a little paragraph as to what the funds would be used for yep. and fill out all the other deliverables about the committee, the organization, and submit it. It yep. shouldn't take you more than an hour. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so we have... We have our forty-five hundred dollar a year budget, and this yep. grant would be an addition. It would be an addition, and it could be, but it's a very specific need that it would be used for, right? Because the grant is based on that. So, it, like like Julie said, I think when I when I applied, I used it as I think I called it um, a cultural event. I think that was the topic I used, um, and so that was broad because it could be used for anything. I, I think I might have specified Black History Month mm -hmm. in the sub column. But you can be very granular um, or very general about what you want to use it for, speaker series, as long as it's being targeted to the entire community, that's the goal, um, they will um, approve. And sometimes the grant numbers are smaller than 500. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's only 200. Um, and then you also, there's a stipulation where you also have to plug the cultural council on the flyer of the event when you're actually doing the event as proof that you had the event. Yeah so that um, they're aware, and that's all that's required. Just put their logo at the bottom of your flyer, um, post it on your social media site, and that way it proves that you use the events, the funding for the event you said you were using it for. Yeah. All right. I, I, have, a, I have something. So, sure. so do we have a banner that's made up? <laughs> do we have a CDI Yes. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's so, a large banner that we use. We yeah. drag to every event, and then we've got two tabletops. Okay. Because yeah. I have a thought, and it's been discussed before, where, like, in, for the letter C, mm -hmm. if, we, if we could put little, like, faces of different people in each letter, and so... And, and do what, Alan? And so yeah. instead of just having a big C, mm -hmm. you have... All these miniature uh, faces of different nationalities, cultures. So creating a new banner. A, a new banner. Okay, so like a mosaic. Like a mosaic. Revamp the logo to right, include a physical. Well, oh, that's that's a different discussion. <laughs> Revamping the logo. Let's not do that. We only had that logo for two years, <laughs> and it was a lot banner. of work. You have the banner to include. Right. That's, yeah. I think it's just, you know, I, I saw it once somewhere. I just thought it was like the coolest thing, but it's yeah. it's a thought for the future. If we ever have the budget to do something. Sure. And I'm not I'm not against it. I know <laughs> I'm sorry, my facial expressions always show what I'm thinking. Um, I'm just trying to follow because yeah. it's one thing to to do like a separate banner or something to celebrate folks in the town and, and represent all the cultures and I'm absolutely okay with that. 
Um, I'm just trying to figure out if that's something that would be done in addition to the banners we are. I mean, we just bought banners. Allie, you know what I think you should do? So. I think you should make a quilt square. That's too. Okay. end the conversation. I thought you were going there with, like, remember we talked about having the center quilt fabric or square be of Canton? That's where I thought that, you were going, actually. That would be really cool, though. The yeah. high school has a photography department, and students mm-hmm. participate in, I don't know if it's an extracurricular activity or how it works, but I bet there would be interest high school, high school student, among the high school students who are in the photography club or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, we could put something together like that, and they could even take photos of, you know. It could be flags. It, it could, could be, be like. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. I mean, it's just so another artsy kind of fun idea. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have this additional band. Exactly. With all the faces, because every couple of years you're going to want to update yeah. faces. Right. You'll have right. to, yeah. yeah. It should be a project. Every yeah, that's definitely years. like a little mini project to try to brainstorm as to what Christine's point. That's great. Though. Yeah, something we could definitely get some student involvement in. That'd be a way yeah. to get volunteers from the town yeah. to yeah. be involved in as well. Um, great idea, Alan. I just don't know where it would fit and <laughs> where we would start. <laughs> and I think we're all protective of our logo. Yeah. That did take a you, while. Everybody knows the blood, sweat, and tears. The guys have been here for three years, almost three years. That's why when you said that, I was like, what? <laughs> not the logo. That's not That's happening right, right now. Another banner, a, banner, a new banner, a new banner that could maybe an be additional. Yeah, an additional, additional precisely, yeah. that we could sort of rotate in and out yeah, for at different events. Yeah. Absolutely. That could totally be an yeah. option. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love the idea too because it's like, hey, you know, these are the It's a way to include of, some of the faces in the town. Yeah. Yeah, also, fun sure. fact did you know the Canton Sea? I just learned this yesterday, so I don't know if anybody knows that, but like the Canton Sea, like bulldogs, like I'm wearing this. Yeah. 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 So, like this Demonstrations. Sea, this sea, the top of it is designed like the viaduct. Oh, oh, oh is yeah. It? So, it's not like your typical It's not just standard sea. Oh, yeah. I never knew it's, that. It's, it's like oh, the shape that. of the top of the viaduct, so no it's way. like inverse image. Oh, the fun fact. I know, That's right? so funny. Look at her, she's so excited. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you learn something? I love the Viaduct. Yeah. I, love I think Charlie. I love it too. My daughter. Yeah. But I think wow. they taught them in school or something like that. Huh. She that probably learned it on TikTok. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's where everybody gets their daughter nowadays. TikTok. Um, but yeah, isn't that cool? That if you look awesome. at the sea, you'll notice it because the bottom of it isn't the same as the top. The top is arched. Yeah, I will that. definitely look yeah. at that. Just next so time. you know, the community room is available in the evening I, October 27th. Ooh, I was awesome. just submitting your request for it. <laughs> okay, go for it. What time? Let's say seven. I think that's been yeah. a normal time frames. That's great. And then Nicola, you're on the website. I'm right on now the submitting. website submitting the request. I love the efficiency of it all. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Um, all right, so before we get to miscellaneous, we're going to go back to agenda item number two. Remember earlier I skipped it because I wanted to wait for Julie, pushed it down. Committee admin updates. Um, we did talk about, before you got here, Julie, we talked about the need for a clerk, and that was identified in agenda item three. This agenda item is actually more along the lines of uh, myself um, and Julie stepping down next year. I'm going to be leaving the committee. I know, look at Helena's face. For those of you who've been here with me the long haul. This is going on year three, guys. This is year three. We started in 2020, right? And we were created and officially formed in August. Um, appointed in September. 
and we were doing a lot of the meetings. August COVID. Twenty twenty. Oh yeah, a lot of the work, like the foundational work, was being that. was happening before we were even formed officially by the town. We were meeting since June, right? Okay. So right after the march for George Floyd in June, we all got together that following week. We were meeting sort of unofficially until we got select board on board with creating us as an official committee, which happened in August of 2020. We were appointed in September of 2020. Okay. I put my hat in this chair for November of 2020. So you get where I'm going. It's it's, and I love the work we've done. I'm trying not to get emotional because this is really a big deal, but it's just a lot on my plate right now, um, both per personally and professionally. And it's time for other community members to step up in this role. Um, and so I wanted to sort of announce it for me. I'll let Julie speak for herself. But for me, um, I plan to be here up until April, obviously, because we go and we have to turn in our reappointment forms in April so that the town knows that you're on board for the following year. So I won't be obviously turning in a form. Um, I will be available through the end of the year because we meet through June to just be a resource to help out if you we all decide to do a Juneteenth event again in June. I will absolutely be available to help with coordinating and guiding whomever is taking the lead on that. Um, but I do have to step down in this role and step away from the organization just because my plate is really full. Um, and I really think there are a number of you in this room and not in this room that have shown that you can take on leadership roles, you can do more with the committee, and I want to give everyone an opportunity to do that. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's a lot to process right now, but I wanted to start our year off with you guys. I'm trying to get emotional. Um, just being aware that it's a lot and I need to step away. So that being said, I'm hoping that, um, and I'll let Julie talk in a second while I gather myself, I'm hoping that this will be an opportunity for people to step up, do more, um, talk to friends, people in your circles or groups that you think may be good for this committee. Because clearly, when we started out in 2020, the goal was to keep this organization, right? To keep it as a town committee, very much like what we do with the Board of Health, all those committees that have been here for decades. We want this around forever, right? You guys all agree, this is a committee that should be here um, and just as important as any other town committee, but it requires work. You guys see what we do and what's been done between coordinating minutes, meetings, um, reaching out to organizations, reaching out to other committee members, reaching out to select board members. It's a lot and it requires everyone to chip in and help out. So again, if you look at what most committees in this town do, there are three year commitments for most, right? Mm -hmm. And so this is going on the third year for me and um, Julie and Amy and Naomi, um, this Nicola, and Nicola's role being with the school uh, department, she's been the only one in that role since we've started. And in theory, that's supposed to be a, a role that gets sort of cycled through. And she stepped up you because- You to get rid of me. No, I'm not. It's just, it's just, I feel like I love that you're here and I love the work that you've been doing. And I, I think it's so important that we have that appointment. But I also feel like there should be other folks in the school committee that's coming in and hearing what we're doing, we're throwing us ideas that we may not have even thought of, right? And so, and the same with you, Helene, I know this is your first time as the appointed person, but even when 
Chief Berkowitz was appointed, I first thing I said to him was, you can appoint another officer. He said, nope, this is what I want to do. I want to be a part of it because he was very passionate, just like you are. And even though you're the chief, you still want to be sort of hands-on and involved uh, as the appointed person. Um, but it doesn't have to be the chief that's appointed, right? It does. So we admire, we, so we love and appreciate and admire the fact that you just went right along and said, "Yep, absolutely." Because I reached out to you, you said, "Absolutely, I'll take it on." You know, and that, and we love that. We love the passion. We love the, the folks that always step up, always uh, show up uh, for this organization, and it's going to require that to be. This was a tough decision. I just want to. I'm sure you know by based on the tears. This was a tough decision because. A part of me knows how important this organization is, and it needs to be maintained, right? And we need to give other opportunities for other folks in the community to step up. That's why it's going to be really, really super important for everyone to pull in your resources, talk to your friends, the folks that have said, you know, I wish I could do more with DEI. Call them on it. Yeah. Oh, you can do more. You can show up. Here's a, here's a board committee application. Fill it out, right? <clears throat> because if they have ideas, and they really want this organization to stay, they'll show that they'll show you by the work that they're doing and not just the talk, right? Not just the words. So um, so I'll stop talking and I'll let Julie chime in and share okay. her story. No, I you know <laughs> I Cynthia and I are on the same wavelength and, and we're having unspoken words about it and kind of just said our thoughts at the same time. So I thought it was I asked Cynthia if, if she thought it was appropriate for us to announce this together and I feel like I, I've been a wingman, you know, to, mm -hmm. and I think the natural progression, if Cynthia were to step down, would be, not to make assumptions, but I tend to be bossy, so it would be for me <laughs> to be, you know, to be the chair, <clears throat> and I know that I can't take on that responsibility with my increased responsibilities at work and, uh, and, and some other things that are going on, so I don't want to put myself in that position, put the committee in that position, so um, it made sense that we, you know, kind of finish out this year together but I do think this is an amazing opportunity to bring in like Cynthia said others who are passionate and, and kind mm -hmm. of usher them through this year yeah. so that you know new leadership and new thoughts um, can be brought in and mm -hmm. you know I, it's been the highlight of my last few years and really um, been amazing and I intend on being a part you can't really get rid of me at all Alan. absolutely <laughs> I'll, still be, I'll still be around um, and I still be wanting to participate with the events and everything like that, but I don't want to be, I, I don't want to give anything less than my best because this is what this committee deserves, and I, I want to honor that. And I will do everything I can this year to get more folks um, to be as excited as I am about this committee. Exactly. There's so much work we want to do, right? We just, we just went over seven agenda items, and Christine had two ideas, Nicola had one idea. Ellen's had another idea. I mean, we're all thinking about these things, and we're obviously, with the help of Amy, we're documenting it so we know exactly what we all want, and we can always go back and look at those minutes. You can go back to the CCTV uh, website and look at our own meetings to just look at how we run them. Uh, in general, if you know, tonight's your first meeting, official meeting, you know, as a group. Um, for some of the new folks that are here, you can go back and look at some of the old meetings and just look at the work we've done. We did so much, guys. You, every one of you should be proud, to be proud of the work we did from the, the countless meetings we did to, to draft that anti-hate statement. Remember that? Mm -hmm. The women and men in the room that we worked through hours and hours in meetings. So we did a lot of that work which should make it easier for that next round of leaders to come in. And certainly, you know, 
tweak it and, and sort of, you know, perfect it in any of any versions that you can. It's just, you know, we definitely um, should all be proud of the work we've done so far and the work that's coming. It's just, it's time for others to sort of lead those efforts. Is there a minimum age to be on this board? And I'm only asking I, because... No, I, I think you have to be 18. I think you have to be a registered voter. So 18 would be the answer. And registered voter? I, I think that's the best Is that the requirement? To participate in a municipal okay. committee, I believe. That's a great question, Tina. I will, I will find out. like juniors and seniors that are... Yeah, but that doesn't mean that we can't add um, a member requirement. Right? We can absolutely edit the mission. Do, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So we could have... Yeah. A member requirement that we have someone from the high school, or like, you know what I mean? We Just can like absolutely we have do that. Station. We should be including the generation. Absolutely. College students as well that are in the yeah. town, for yeah. sure. That's a great idea. Yeah. And I think it definitely will require that we modify the charter or the mission to include that. Yeah. And that's something I believe has to be approved through town meeting whenever you edit. You have I, to submit an article and I believe it would. Yeah. And I also believe that it's absolutely worthwhile. Mm -hmm. There's been talk of changing the voting age for municipal elections to sixteen. Yeah. Really? And I really think we should. Yeah. How amazing. I mean the sixteen year olds are so passionate. You know what right. I mean? Like, sure. If you can get them involved and they in know everything. Yeah. They do, they right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's a great idea. So um, I know Amy's taking minutes, but that's definitely a task that I will absolutely take on to see, you know, if in fact it is an age limit and 18 is it and, it, and it, you know, sort of in conjunction with they have to be a legal voter, I'll get all those yeah. those things conf confirmed. Um, but I like that idea of trying to pull in high school students or college students in the area. And I think we've, we've talked about that loosely from a volunteer standpoint, but certainly I don't see anything wrong with that from a committee no, appointment standpoint. They would yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They bring a whole yeah. other dynamic. There's a generations. So we did go to the high school and um, way back, and so I got um, approval from Mr. Miko that there's actually community service credit for this. Oh, yeah, yeah. They definitely get community um, service credit. But, you know, they'll come to events, but they have not, um, the kids haven't showed up for meetings. Right. Um, and Mr. Miko, I think, provides that information to them. Um, but if they were appointed, they would show up, put it on their resume. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. But not just a resume. No, not just, but they would have, no, because it would become course. like a competitive thing, but they would take pride in it, just like um, some students are chosen to be on school council. Yeah, and they correct. show up at meetings at 7 in the morning. It's like crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so they do. They really do. Like I things. agree. I, I think, like it. You know, it's different now, too. Like, the last couple of years, it's been hard to get people involved. Mm -hmm. But this year feels different. There's so much more energy and willingness to be engaged. And I think a lot of it is because we're sort of out-ish of COVID. Yeah. Oh, and people are in person more and yep. people are feeling more energized and traveling more. I think I've traveled more this summer than I've ever traveled. I'm seeing everybody <laughs> because I'm making up for those two years. And I yeah. think you're right. I think it's a lot of that passion. And I'm sure the teachers in the room probably saw some of that last week with the first week of school. Correct. That. I think people have a different energy and they're just trying to get back to some normalcy and I, I think this yeah. is probably an opportunity to seize that and look into that option of, of bringing in a high school student if possible. But it will require, probably will require that we 
we modify the uh, the charter, and that might require we go to ATM for that, but we should look into it. I can see, I mean, as a starting point, too, I can see if there's a student who might want to be involved in planning the Global Diversity event with us. Absolutely. You know, we, I mean, we tend to look at, yeah. we tend to want to have involvement at the schools, mm -hmm. for sure, even the middle school. Sure. Yeah. Right? Because, again, to your point, if we get them involved early enough, as they move on to the grades and their connections are there, the volunteer, then they become, you know, an, you know, an obvious choice for an appointed board member if they're involved that right. many years, right? So, yeah, I so, think that's a great idea. A number of years ago, and this might be for the high school, um, I was... Citizens for sending me to the FBI Academy down in Monaco, and mm -hmm. there are men and women from all over the world, police officers, but they have an international night down there. So all of the police officers from different countries, all mm -hmm. like they they focus. They set them all up around the room. They have their flag. They have the food of their country. Nice. And oh, beautiful. the alcohol of their country. Right. Okay, that would be what I mean. If we could do something. Right. Eventually, not this year, but maybe yeah. get to that point. For the global diversity yeah. event? Yeah. yeah. Or if, and this is a lot of work, but mm -hmm. I have. You've got ideas. That's October. Fine. Yeah. You have 31 days. I mean, we could highlight and have a food, you know, I know it would be a lot, but if you had a. a you had it once a, a week? If you had, if you mm -hmm. had it once, once a week, or even like Monday night is a Tuesday night and you got your food truck for That'd the. That'd be awesome. For, mm -hmm. But if we had youth, I mean, there's how many flags at the school? I know. I love what they've done at the school, at the high school. nationalities yeah. and yes. cultures yep. mm -hmm. that we could really make it, not the shekels, but next year we could make it something big. And if we had the students, yeah. the character mm -hmm. crew and the, yeah. mm -hmm. the kids that mm -hmm. want to. said. Yeah, and the C set still sort of thriving at the high school. It's not as far as that would be. That would be like to marry them. All great ideas, for sure. Okay. Did you want to add anything else, Julie? No, Are you so. good? Okay. We still have a whole year. <laughs> I know. I know. We have a lot of great ideas. And thanks to all who showed up for the end of summer um, event over at Northern Spy. I think it was about six of us. It was nice. Just food and drinks and chatting it up. And it was very nice. And I guess the plan would be to try to do that again. After each year ends, we get together, and maybe even at the Juneteenth event, we get together and do something like later in June or early July um, for those members who want to hang out. Okay. My one question for this mm -hmm. this meet uh, meeting, October twenty seventh. Mm -hmm. Do you find that maybe if we made it at six, so people are on their way home from work, they just kind of come in and s I find like when you go home. Yeah, they don't always come back. I yeah, think seven like has it. always been good because it allows parents of smaller children to get settled, get things done, and then, so it's kind of hard to yeah. decide what makes the most sense to do. I just wonder why the select board like they, they made it like on what? their way home from work. I don't know the five thirty times. It was it was easier. We changed our time to mm -hmm. six mm -hmm. recently because it, before it was the always school seven. committee. The school committee mm -hmm. is at six now, uh, but that's for us. That's right. not, that's because we meet for two or three hours. You know what I mean? Right. Just so you're just trying to meet earlier. So or you're three not or four. Yeah. There until ten o'clock at night. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't. I mean, I'm open if people want to talk about six. I, I I personally think six is tricky because it's still close enough for people who are commuting who may need to go home first to deal with children and then come out. That's my um, thought about seven. But I kind of love the idea of what if the food trucks are there at six. If the food trucks were there, I think. 
Well, if the food trucks were there, then they could just, that would draw them exactly. in to just grab something and to eat, hang around for a yeah. bit, and then go home. Don't know if we'd have them the full hour, but <laughs> it's certainly something that could go either way. Right. Yeah. Um, and we could think about it and see what makes the most sense, but... Because it also starts to get dark, too, and... Well, I mean, right, yeah. It's so dark. maybe... After six, it's dark, regardless, so, yeah. So if you said, hey, food trucks at six... Meeting starts at six thirty. For the event, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that could work. Yeah, yeah. And don't dine and dash. You know, <laughs> I mean, you can say what you want, but people are gonna do it. <laughs> you know how that works. All right. Um, the last agenda item I had was miscellaneous, and that's clearly for things that didn't get covered in the agenda. Sounds like Nicola has something. I do. I do have something. So the school committee. Um, sorry, the school department, the school district, has launched an equity audit. And this is something that we have talked about for years and years and years. And I'm very excited that this is happening. It is, it, it's going to help us understand where there may be opportunity to ensure that we are leveling the playing field. You know, we think about things like who's taking these math AP exams. Mm -hmm. And then you go and look at who's in that seventh grade advanced math class. Mm -hmm. These are the spaces where we need to be aware that we are not acting on how things have always been. And I know that I'm going to get myself. And that you're identifying unconscious biases well, exactly. that, that may exist. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yep. So and there are so many spaces where we could do things to make it more equitable across mm -hmm. the district. And this is a real opportunity for us. So. Anyway, the equity audit has started PCG, the public consulting group, mm -hmm. are the people that we're working with. Um, they have been fabulous. So they've started with interviews from the administration and the school committee, and they're going to be moving on to staff within the district, mm -hmm. um, also families. So if you're in the district, you will be hearing from them. They're looking for active feedback. Um, and I did actually ask, I mentioned that it was on CDEI, and it sounds like they may be looking for some participation in terms of a focus group. So if you're in the district, you'll hear from them. If you aren't, you know, I mean, obviously I'll reach out as soon as we know anything. Right, because I was just going to say that when you say if you're in the district. So yeah. I'm not a parent of a student in the district, but right. clearly active. So how does that work? How do they know that I exist? So that's that's kind of it. Like they're going to be looking for a community engagement. Also. Okay. So community focus group. So when I hear about that space, I will let you guys know and see um, where there's opportunity to participate if you'd like to. And are they reaching out? Like what group, what list are they using? I guess that's my question. That who do they know? How do they know yeah. who to reach out to? It's an excellent question. Um, this has deliberately been done through the administration as opposed to the school committee. Okay. So it's being funded from independent money. So it's actually not under the jurisdiction of the school committee. Okay. So we're able to say, you know, I mean, getting to this point as being a priority has been part of you know, certainly my agenda. Right. Um, but the fact that they are doing it independently, I don't have all of those details. Okay. Um, because I'm not actually part of the planning. So I'm not receiving the weekly status reports. Gotcha. Um, okay. So is that happening at Derek's level? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So, uh, yeah, Derek Bullen and Sarah Shannon have mm -hmm. been very deeply involved in it. Um, I don't know if anybody else has awareness of it and wants to share anything. I see you looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> They did reach out to me, PCG reached out to me. Um, 
and on the grounds of Sarah Shannon had asked that I would be a part of the interview and I have to say it was really detailed and mm -hmm. I, they reached out to me as a staff member. Okay. Prior to that, um, at the Hanson, we have been having equity walks and um, really digging deep into the equity um, work in the district level. What's and an equity walk? Would be to walk around the classrooms, mm -hmm. walk around the school, yeah. and actually take the time to put on our equity lenses on and see as a simple thing as walking into a classroom and actually looking at the books or looking mm -hmm. at how seating is. Sure, you okay. Know, mm -hmm. That That's would awesome. be, you know, and you have your little checks that, mm -hmm. you know, you would have to just kind of... Physically observing students. Correct. yes. Okay. And, and, and staff. And teachers mm -hmm. and staff and Absolutely. educators. And who conducts the walks? Um, each school has uh, a group, um, so there's families that have been invited as well as staff members. Yeah. And so for two years we did that at the Hanson. I'm no longer at the Hanson, so um, you're at the JFK now. At the Kennedy, yes. Mm -hmm. um, so PCG reached out to me, and I had a long, very like meaningful, engaging interview with them, um, and they really went into a lot of questions that would be very beneficial for us as a district to um, be equity seeking. You mm -hmm. know, for sure. Does, um, Nicole, do you know if there's going to be any sort of uh, review of the um, study that was done a decade ago? Mm -hmm. um, when Jeffrey Granatino was superintendent. Right, um, to what is being done now so that they can see, you know, there was a lot that came like up. Like a comparison. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or the where are we now, right? Right. How so have we where, improved? Where were things and what, what came up through that? what the district put into place, where things are now, and then be able to create a plan for what may need to happen. That's a great question. Can I speak it, on that? Yes, please do, yes. I, I actually brought that up uh, at my interview and okay, how CFED had started. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember that's just when I moved into this town and that was something that they're having a focus group in October. Mm -hmm. I believe they're gonna, the company is actually gonna, they're out in Florida that's mm -hmm. where they're based. Mm -hmm. So they will be in Canton, in, um, I believe, sometime in October. And they're going to reach out to everyone who took part, like, took part in the um, interview process. Oh, but okay. yes, I did talk about, you know, the work that we did with, at CFED level mm -hmm. and how that came about, the, the need for that. They're going to be reaching out to the people who were in the focus groups from the previous no, well, you mean like the CFED groups and stuff? Or? No, so there was, the CFED came about from... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. On, of, of that okay. focus group. At that level, I do not know. That yes. happened, and then um, the common um, issues that had been brought up. Correct, correct. I do remember that, yes. And, but there was a, there was a whole um, study and report that was generated mm -hmm. that the, those folks that were in the, those focus groups um, were part of that original study. Correct, yes. So... Yeah, so it would be interesting, and maybe, Nicola, you can find out. I mean, I'm glad that they're aware of it, but it would be really interesting to see, not just looking at things from now, but because there was a study done. Exactly. That and timeline. then there's a plan, you know, for, mm -hmm. you know, kind of working on the issues that were brought up and yeah. were going to be addressed. Then where are we now? Like, so, you know. It might be helpful, and they should have access to that information. I mean, I know it was two superintendents ago. Yeah. But they should have that information. Well, the report would have been generated. 
So Correct. there's got to be a report that they can actually review, or somebody should review. Like even if it's not that particular group that would be looking at it, mm -hmm. but administration, I would think, should definitely be looking. From right. We pay. We pay for that. They produce the report after the focus yeah. groups. I it's data that should be included, I would think, yeah, historical data. We'll certainly bring it up. It's not something that's been mentioned to me um, when we talk about why they're coming and what we're doing. Mm -hmm. We have not talked about the prior report or what that accomplished. Yep. Um, we're more focused on what this one needs to accomplish. Mm -hmm. um, and that and totally makes sense, but right. do you understand yes. how having that history can help with this as well. It may help make this even more effective mm -hmm. if we're able to understand how the last one was implemented. Exactly. Right. That's right. that's the yeah. point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Either way, I think we all agree this is a great thing. I mm -hmm. think it's something they should be doing sort of um, sort of automatically every four or five years, just checking the pulse. Right. Like where are we? What are we doing? Right. Where should we be focusing? Because um, you're not going to know this until you talk to people. Right. And can I just say, like, that's mm -hmm. exactly my take on it. Is yeah. This is just something that we should be doing anyway. It should be a part it's of our, not, our, our initiatives, our goals every year. It's not a representation that the district's mm -hmm. done anything wrong. Mm -hmm. It's a representation that the district has put forward a goal that equity is a priority. Right. And it doesn't happen accidentally. And so how do you measure it? How do right. you know how well you're doing? Right. Right? You have to actually check the pulse. So I think it's definitely something that, you know, if it's not something the school committee is responsible for making sure it happens, definitely the administration. Um, it's definitely something that should just be proactively happening every, like I said, four or five years. Yeah, right. and I'm really happy to say that the, I mean, the administration, from my perspective, is fully on board and uh, excited about this work. That's awesome. That's that's really great. Yeah, I, second, I, think, second, uh, I think being able to, you know, um, like Naomi brought up about what was going, you know, has been happening at the Hanson. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, a study that's done like this can help unify between sure. all of the buildings because there's definitely a difference as in each building what is done and how it's done, mm -hmm. right? So then you you can have, um, you know, all of this, all of the students are going through one of the three elementaries yep. so what they've experienced should be um, consistent mm -hmm. once they all come to the middle school and the district is doing other things to try and build consistency across but i'm not yeah mm -hmm. yeah no it's that's the um, sounds really good yeah. yeah so the department of education desi um, has been doing this for a while with adult literacy as well we're in our second year of this of oh, awesome. the whole thing walkthroughs interviews the equity walkthrough specifically every, oh my god it's that's it's, great and so we look at everything how do when someone walks in the building, what do they see? How do sure. we read people? What's on the walls? Right. Uh, How what, are they represented? What, materi mm -hmm. what materials do we use? I mean, it's mm -hmm. it's exhaustive. And when you look at it, that focus. They talk about teaching through different lenses now, that yes. the whole vocabulary. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, what lens? Did you consider this lens? Did you consider that lens? And mm -hmm. you really have to rethink how you oh, teach. Yeah. Absolutely. I think one of the things that was brought up in uh, my interview with them was and we had a joint interview, so I had some oh, okay. Uh, and they raised the idea that equity is not, well, it's about more than any one thing, and they want to make sure that there is awareness of disability mm -hmm. as well Absolutely. as everything else. Uh, there may be people who have a learning disability but are still highly intelligent mm -hmm. and able to achieve if they're supported. In mm -hmm. That's an excellent point. Excellent. Point. Will they also be looking at socioeconomic? Yes. 
consistency. Yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad that you talked about that because I mentioned that there will always be inequities, yeah. mm -hmm. racial and socioeconomic and mm -hmm. ableism. Right. Uh, so we, those are things that we know we will definitely be focusing on, yeah. the inequities that will exist either mm -hmm. way. Right. Yeah. Awesome. It's great. All great stuff. Yeah. Thank you for indulging me. <laughs> of course. It was, it was it's good really to good hear stuff. It, right? yeah, it's yeah, absolutely. It good yeah. stuff. Yeah. And that's and that's actually your role. Right. As the school department yeah. liaison. Is you're supposed to tell us. Okay, this is what's happening. Sorry, that's my fridge that comes out I know. My professor would be proud. Um, anything else to add to miscellaneous before we close for the night and take a motion to adjourn? Well, I'll rise on a point of personal privilege to say thank you oh. to you, Cynthia. Yes, of course. You, Julie, um, for being leaders, mm -hmm. um, for being so inspiring to thank you. take on this ominous task of a role like this, or roles like this, in at the time of this town, I remember just thinking about stuff like pushback that we got mm -hmm. years ago when CFED started, and to where we are now, mm -hmm. you know that, Sasha, and just using that privilege to say thank you mm -hmm. for the work that you've done and everything that's been accomplished in the past, going on three years, so we appreciate it. And I say we, because, you know, yeah. it's a room full of people who just solely behind you both mm -hmm. um, and I'm just really proud and honored to be associated with each and every one of you and it's been an honor to work with you both so thank you great job and I know Sasha and I oh my god We can't put conditions <laughs> no, on no, it. No, it just speaks to, you know, Sasha and I, out of everyone in this room, we've been glued to the hip since CFED. Mm -hmm. 2014, 2014, that's eight years of doing the activism in this town from a student perspective and then from a community perspective. So that's why I'm getting emotional because it's really about the history and knowing where we were and all the groundwork that was done so that a committee like this could exist, so that the communications could happen, discussions could happen, voices could be heard, right? The voiceless. Yeah. That's all I've ever wanted to fight for is the voiceless, the folks that don't speak up, that don't show up because they don't feel included or accepted, right? So that's why the work is just so passionate for most of us. Um, and we take it seriously. It's like our baby. We don't want to just leave it, you know, and neglect it. We want to make sure we're handing it off to folks that are going to continue to do the work with the same amount of passion and commitment that we've done. And, and speaking of lenses, and I know we'll, uh, then I'll make a motion to adjourn because I know, like, now I'm the last person speaking. But, um, <laughs> but I just, you know, when you say that to me, I'm so appreciative because... I think of the what a missed opportunity that you came into the school where I was raising my kids and mm -hmm. oh you had kids the same age and speaking of a lens I wasn't aware as you came in I wasn't aware that you wanted to be involved and I was busy in my own circle doing my own thing mm -hmm. and I feel very lucky 
to be aware of you and your daughter and your experience here and I wish I had been aware of that sooner so it's just this is this has been very meaningful for me because it has opened up my world to see a, a, a greater town than I ever mm -hmm. could have imagined mm -hmm. and a different lens right mm -hmm. yeah yeah thank you that's awesome I just want to add one last thing but you know mm -hmm. we had Board of Health tonight and mm -hmm. you know I was talking about 9-11 uh, and the ceremony that I went to yesterday and you know I still get goosebumps when I think about that day and I was watching something last night and you know they were talking about the first responders in New York and what we didn't realize is, yes, we lost 2,700 people that day, but they got 17,000 people so out of the know. two buildings mm -hmm. before they collapsed. And, you know, so, you know, yesterday was such a nice day. And, and it really is just a chilling, it's, you just cry when you think about, you know, what took place that day. But, you know, so I have to just say thanks to the first responders who came yeah. that day and saved so many lives. It's so true. I was actually in New York yesterday um, visiting family and had totally forgot that it was the anniversary just because I was at a christening and, and there were people in the church that I was at that were there that day that they stood up and the congregation cheered them on because, you know, there were people that even though they made it out the building, they died for other illnesses, right? Con cancer related illnesses. And so this individual, these two individuals were, one was a fireman and I believe one was an EMT, um, stood up and we all just clapped and, and just sort of thanked them for their service. But it's it's very it's very emotional to think about. That was 21 years ago. What I mentioned tonight and I sort of just yeah. broke down is, mm -hmm. you know, if you think about the fourth flight mm -hmm. with, they all knew, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. what was gonna happen mm -hmm. and, you You're know, talking about the Pennsylvania flight? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and the amount of courage that took. Yeah. The heroism that took place. Mm -hmm. And, you know, who knows where that plane would have gone to. But it's something we you need to discuss mm -hmm. and you need to. And never forget, right? Right. Very much like all the other you know, tragedies. tragedies that have happened in this country. You've got to keep them fresh. Mm -hmm. And they wrap it all up. That's why it's so important mm -hmm. that a group like this exists. Absolutely. Because that grew out of hate so. and ignorance and. That whole Absolutely. Yeah. And if you wrap that up quite nicely. We appreciate that. Okay. Any other final thoughts before we take the motion? I'm almost reluctant to ask. I'm still looking for subcommittee members. And she'll email. She'll email. Okay. Anyone want to do a motion to adjourn? I'll do a motion to adjourn. Motion to adjourn by Julie, seconded by Nicola. All those in favor to adjourn, indicate by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? Okay. Thank you, everyone. We had a See great you. first meeting. Everybody Sunday. Yes, Sunday. Oh, yes. Sunday. Sunday.